The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the Masters Class, with our Masters of the Ring, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, Mark Henry. This podcast drops each and every Sunday, so make sure you look out, make sure you subscribe to the Busted Open Podcast, and while you're at it, Make sure you go to podswag.com slash busted open for all new busted open merchandise as we get closer and closer to our big show in Philadelphia around WrestleMania 40. This one definitely concerns WrestleMania 40. Why? Because the topic today is The Rock. And what better person to talk about coming off this last week than The Rock? And Bully surprised let me ask you surprised about how the fans have turned on the rock not at all cody's been through so much cody was is supposed to be the guy and it seems like rock was just going to waltz waltz in and take his spot um i don't think the people were going to have it cody has earned his right is rock bigger box office yes is it a bigger match so to speak rock and roman because of the bloodline and the family heritage yes but i don't think the people were going to accept this force feed this time around they weren't accepting of it in 2000 and was i think it was 15 or 16 when we saw rock and roman in the middle of the ring in philadelphia at the royal rumble and I think this time it's going to be, it, it was going to be worse because if there's anybody who has climbed that ladder of success and built a fan base brick by brick, fan by fan in the WWE lately, it's been Cody who's been doing it the old school way and the right way. I am not surprised at all that people turned on The Rock in almost a heartbeat where Cody basically had to step to the side and just shake Rock's hand and be accepting of it. I also didn't like the way The Rock manhandled Cody in that ring when he pulled him in uh, after the handshake and then whispered in his ear. And it was evident by the look on The Rock's face at the press conference in Las Vegas that he did not like the boos of the fans. I don't think you roll out um, a giant image of the family tree of the bloodline, which I got goosebumps seeing. 
and expect people to not care about it. Not only did The Rock get booed at the press conference, he got what chance? They weren't, it wasn't huge. It wasn't like everybody in there was chanting what, but he got them. I didn't see much love directed at The Rock in Las Vegas. And I don't think this was the plan. Or yeah, good, good, good call, Mark. Or reverence, no respect. He responds to that, you know. And and Rock repeated himself a couple of times at that press conference. Something you almost never see him do. And when guys repeat themselves, it's be and gals, it's because they're thinking about how to shift gears, because the fans are going one way. And when the Rock said. I appreciate your passion. He's he's basically saying, I'm acknowledging your booze, but I'm not quite sure why it's going this way. I don't think things went as the WWE or The Rock had thought they would go or wanted them to go, but to the, everybody's credit, they pivoted and switched gears. Now, I asked you if you were surprised, but let me ask the other half of that question. And I think you kind of alluded to it there, Bully. Was The Rock surprised and was the WWE surprised? Did they really think that they were going to be able to bring The Rock in and all would be forgotten? I think that the WWE was surprised. This is the biggest box office guy on the planet on some people's Mount Rushmore of the WWE. I mean, I think Flair even puts him up on the Mount Rushmore of WWE. If you go back and watch, Dave, you know how we talk about how, at least I have said for myself, I can tell by the look in a wrestler's eyes whether they're winning or losing. I could tell by the look in their eyes if they are annoyed or or anything. It's kind of like a poker player who can read other poker players. And the better you get as a poker player, the, the less telling your tells are it's kind of like in the movie rounders when uh uh you know uh what's his name dicaprio not dicaprio uh is it dicaprio i'm not sure learns that if the guy eats the other half of the oreo he's got a good hand or, or something like that it's it's very difficult to read faces the better and better you get and rocks a hollywood star But if you go back and watch that press conference and you take a look at The Rock's face when he's getting booed, you can tell he was not ready for that. You could tell in his cheekbones, his eyes, just the way his face falls. Do you think The Rock or the WWE expected The Rock to get booed out of the building, especially when you throw up something like that entire bloodline family tree? What's up, Mark? Bully, you, you, man, I'm telling you, you, don't, you have never been more on point than you are right now in all these years because you know him. And I saw the same thing. When he registered, like, what, really? To me, like, I, man, it was like Denzel Washington training day. When when everybody came for him, and he was like, "Really, y'all gonna do this to me?" That is exactly the impression that he gave Bully. 
right, so Mark, let me go, let me go to and, you. And, and, oh, go but ahead, what Mark says also is right because listen, do I know him personally? Uh, me and Mark probably know him a, a little bit better than Tommy, obviously better than you. We could only hearken back to when we drove with him or worked with him to know that that face that he made was not the face of happiness, obviously. He's questioning those people, just like Mark said. You're booing me? How dare you boo me? How dare you not go with what I thought would happen? But it, it And it's so subtle. It's so subtle. Now, if you're talking to anybody from the WWE, if you were talking to The Rock, they'd be like, ah, oh, you bunch of marks. We got you. We had you. That's exactly the way we wanted it to go. Yeah, right. You wanted people to boo the bloodline family tree, which when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Goosebumps. And the people are basically like, we don't care. Screw you, Rock. And again, I keep making this point, Bully, in Vegas. It's not like that was Philadelphia or Chicago or New York City. That was Vegas. So imagine if that press conference was held New York, Chicago, or Philadelphia. I think you got would have gotten even a worse reaction. So, so Mark, let me go to you. Uh, let me ask the same questions I asked Bully. Were you surprised by the way the fans reacted to The Rock at the press conference? You know what, Dave? At first his demeanor came off as y'all happy to see me. And there's been a change in the fan base. And I don't think Dwayne watches enough to realize uh, that there's been a change in the philosophy of the fan in pro wrestling today. What was nine years ago is not now. Mm, There's a certain level of fan they might want to see a Darby Allen, uh, Jeff Hardy match overseeing a rock match just because they know they're going to see crash and burn. They know they're going to see people doing death defying feats. And they, they know that they're not going to get that in a rock match. So like the, the, the difference between the fans and even the, even people that rock the mic. And when I say rock the mic, I mean the elite of the elite that hold the microphone and can manipulate the crowd. It's changed a little bit. People want barbs. People want things that they know to be true and you to make plays on them. The Rock is about The Rock. He don't go by the new evolutionary uh, change in in the way people use the microphone. So when he went out there and he was like, I know y'all happy to see the rock. And, and after all that went down, people weren't happy to see him. He came out like a bad mother trucker. And then all of a sudden he started yeah. to, like, he looked, he had that bad mother look on his face and he shoulder checks Seth. Right. And then he standing in the middle of the ring and all of a sudden, the people start booing. Watch his cheekbones. It, it, that's where his that's where his tell is. 
that look just comes over his face. He goes from bad mother trucker to how dare you boo me. But it's also funny how in a way, guys, that he makes the appearance on SmackDown. He gets a standing ovation, a huge pop, a pop that he alluded to on social media. And then six days later, he's getting booed. So without him even appearing on television, what happened in those six days that got the fans to cheer him as loud as they did to boo him as loud as they did, Mark, in that span of just six days? Have you ever heard the term sunny to sun someone? No. No. Sunning? Son, like you're my son. Okay, it's like it's like when the people go, "Oh, good boy." Patronizing, patronizing. Yeah, you pick somebody up and put them on the corner in the turnbuckle and pat them on the head. Somebody shake your hand and they put their hand over the top of your hand and then they shake your hand and they 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 put their hand on your shoulder. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna push you down. I'm gonna put my hand on the scruff of your neck while we walking and talking. That's sunning someone. I'm bigger than you. I'm badder than you. I'm an adult. You're a boy. That's Barack what he did with the pull in. He, the pull in. Yeah. He's son Cody. The people saw that shit. You don't treat my friend like that. If, if I'm with any one of y'all and we somewhere, <laughs> you know me. I can't hold my tongue when I get angry. If somebody put their hand on the back of your neck, I'm going to be like, hey, get your fucking hand off his neck like that. What are you doing? Do you guys remember when Titus O'Neil joked around with Vince when Vince was leading, leaving the ring and he pulled him in? Yes. And Vince told his ass. If you ever do that again, I will fire you on the spot. On the spot. You can't son. It's some people you just can't son. And Cody got sunned in front of the crowd. The Rock came out the next week at the press conference. He walked through Seth. Bang, son, you too. Fuck out of here, I'm the Rock. And I know it's a work because I know the man, but I also know the intent. I know the ego. I know the the rock loves the rock more than any character that he ever saw in wrestling. And to be as great as he became, you have to do that. But there's a limit. I've been in the car, and I know Bully has been in the car. And you say, hey, man, um, we'll probably stop up here in a couple of minutes, you know, a few miles, you know, grab something to eat. (laughs) Oh, man, the Rock's got to get to the hotel. I don't give a fuck what the Rock want to do. I got the keys. Come on, man. Let's just hurry up and get to the town. Bro, I got to stop and eat. Nobody complains when you got to shave your legs at the gym and it take you 45 minutes extra and I'm late and they finding me 1500 bucks. Never said a word. So just ride, man. Like, sometimes you can't be sunned. 
You can't allow yourself to be signed. Cody, Seth Rollins, 1A, 1B. Don't sun me. And they need to say it just like I just said it. Listen, I respect you, gangster. I know who you are. I know what you represent. I know you're on the Mount Rushmore wrestling. But I respect this industry before I respect you. The business comes first. And if you ever sun me again, the writers, the owner of the company, TKO Holdings, everybody will have to pull me off your ass. Are we square? That's that's not being done. Well, I'm a well, man Mark, first day. It got to Mark. You have to respect me as a man. Well, because something happened that I think was the most disrespectful of all things, and it's not. It didn't happen to Cody. It happened to Seth. And you just you just mentioned it when The Rock came out and gave that shoulder to Seth. There was no reason for it. There was no reason for, for it. What? It, it, it made it didn't make. And Seth didn't even acknowledge it. He just kept looking forward. Didn't even look towards The Rock's direction. When we watch that again, that is that is about as a humiliating a moment that I witnessed ever, ever, ever. Because The Rock came out there, gave him the shoulder, and Seth didn't even look in The Rock's direction. It's like, listen, if uh, guys, if I'm in, if Dave Lagreca is in prison, okay, if Dave Lagreca is in prison, and I'm standing up, and then a, a fellow prisoner comes and walks by me and gives me that shoulder, I'm looking at, I'm looking straight ahead. I ain't looking because I don't need any trouble. I just got here, I just got here, and I don't need any trouble. I don't need this guy beating the fuck out of me because I am now looking at him after he did that. I'm looking the other way because I don't want problems. That's what Seth did. And the thing about it is, is that Seth is the guy that's been here the last 10 years. Not The Rock. He let The Rock. the weight. He let The Rock walk by him, give him a shoulder, and he didn't even acknowledge The Rock. He was LaGreca in prison. He didn't even acknowledge The Rock. But if you do that in prison, you will always get treated like that in prison. You no yes, matter you how will. big you if you're the tiniest guy there, if you get checked by the biggest guy there, like Seth did, you have you to, to stand your ground. You, you need go to go out on, on your shoe. And Mark, real quick, last thing from me before we throw to Tommy, because we want to hear what Tommy has to say. Mark, Rock sunned me just the way you kind of described when it was me and Devon versus Rocky and Jericho. And we needed a quick little heat spot, heat on rock. And I suggested something, and he stood there, and he said, that's a good spot, but not for The Rock. Hey, motherfucker, you ain't no tag team specialist. I just gave you something that'll work. And don't talk to me in the third person about you. And, like, we almost... (laughs) Like, I was furious. Like, if Jericho and Devon weren't there, we were face-to-face. Like, you want to talk about yourself in the third person out there in the ring, that's fine, but you just treated me like the marks, like the fans. Like, hey, man, I need to pull over now and eat. You know, I you know, I don't care if you're hungry, not hungry, Mark Henry. I am. We're pulling over. Woo-hoo! 
At the Fights with Randy Gordon and Jerry Cooney. In a year which is announcing one big fight after another, it was just announced that one of the biggest fights of the year is going to be taking place April 20th, Ryan Garcia against Devin Haney. I love the confidence coming from Ryan Garcia, but I still feel that he's biting off way more than he can chew with Devin Haney. At the Fights, Mondays and Fridays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. Talk is Jericho podcast with multiple world champion professional wrestler, lead singer of Fozzie, and New York Times best-selling author, Chris Jericho, is now on Fight Nation. Don't miss Jericho interview some of the biggest names in wrestling, entertainment, Entertainment and comedy. Plus, give all of his takes on what's going on in the world of pop culture. Catch the Talk is Jericho podcast every Tuesday and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern on your home for combat sports. Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This has been great. Tommy, I'll ask the same question. Were you surprised what happened at that press conference? Maybe even did it shock you? If I can quote a famous philosopher, it doesn't matter what you think, know your role and shut your hole. Honestly, what Mark said, brilliant. What Bully said, brilliant. Dave, what you said, brilliant. Here we go. Like, if you think about how Rocky Maivia got over, he listened to the crowd. And they were pushing him as this mega, mega baby face. And then, and Mark, you were there. They're chanting Rocky sucks. They're also chanting die, Rocky, die. Not what you want to hear for your baby face. He then listened to the crowd, got over. With this, the Thursday thing, dude, was insane, that pop. And how, like, everybody reacted to it. And the big thing I always, like, kind of notice now, like, Rocky points to his forearms and you see, you know, the goosebumps. And we all get that. Mark said something so profound, but only because we are all very, very much in that wrestling bubble. Rock is not in that wrestling bubble. This is a long time ago. Just because you get the pop that you show up You're going to get that pop no matter what because you're the rock. It's a surprise. It's the surprise factor that, oh, my God, I paid to see this and I got him. But then it's listening to your audience and your audience was mad at that decision. It also changes now because the bigger difference from now and then, a lot of it is social media. And that social media to the point where they acknowledge it on TV about how long Cody is. 
for the longest time, Dave, only like in wrestling circles, everybody knew that, you know, uh, there was a lot of malcontent about the wrestlers that would carry the company all throughout the year. And then the part-timers show up for WrestleMania. It was a massive thing. Yep. That's kind of common now. The biggest thing is, and it's all placement and timing. That's why I say it's know your role. We know Rock is on the board. We know this because it was presented to us. We know that he has significant influence. So right then and there, people say you're using your power to get you that spot at WrestleMania. And the moment that happens, people are like, you haven't earned it. What did we all say about when this was speculation when he first said, do I sit at the head of the table? Well, how is he just going to get a title shot? He's got to be in the rumble. He's up. Like, this is how you have to view wrestling now because wrestling fans are a lot smarter. And then there's all this outrage that we go to our phone because we're getting this information instantly. And it's like, uh, what the F? So if I am the rock, I then, there, I mean, there's other parts to this, but like, if I'm, in, if I'm the rock, I have to go ground like old school. Like we say, how do you, how do you promote a town? You put up flyers, you walk around, you, you go to the local businesses, you talk, you got, you have to, you have to listen to the audience, not always give them what they want, but if it's going to be that negative perception, because guess what? Um, you're still, you want people to come and see your movies. I just saw Moana two is coming out or something like they just really, you want like the kids to come to that movie. And if there's negative perception for you on television, that's going to be negative perception to you to box office. And it's not like, I mean, the rock will always have a place in the industry, but when they know you're in this position of power, they will say you're abusing this power to put yourself in the main event of WrestleMania. So again, I said this on the air. If I'm looking around, I'd be like, yeah, if I had the rock and Roman and, and, you know, Cody, or if the rock won the Royal rumble, it's different. But even like CM Punk said, Hey, he didn't uh, eliminate uh, Cody. There's all this storyline that's been played out. We have such invested time in it. Now you're throwing this into it. You messed up. So that's why I say now it's know your role and rock needs to know his role. Rock goes in there as a heel. And eventually if it's a double cross where him and Cody, that whisper was something uh, because he realized how much power Roman's getting Mm -hmm. all this other stuff. And another part where, where it also Mark had talked about this ain't Hollywood. This isn't uh, this is live, live theater. And what I said before, listen to your audience. This is not a new audience that, oh, we love the pie. We love the tongue. We love the eyebrow. It's okay. Because, I mean, think about, like, a lot of the stuff. Triple H's promo was so intelligent. You can't go on television in 2024 and talk about <clears throat> eating pie anymore. Because it's going to have a negative connotation. You have to be smarter because your audience is smarter. It's like a comic has to keep on elevating their game because if not, people won't come and see them. So you have to listen to the crowd and also know what this audience wants. And I'm not like, listen, you're not going to um, appease everybody, 
but you really do the overall consensus when they're now booing. It's exactly what he did when he worked Hogan. He was going in as the baby face and he just was smart enough to call the audible. If you bully always talks about, and I was there too, when they were trying to push Roman down our throats and rock was standing next to him in Philadelphia of all places. And they're booing rock. Look like I need to get out of here because this isn't working. It's going to work if Rock is the heel. It's going to work, and no matter how they go about this, um, it's it's put your ego aside. Get the people who are telling you everything you're doing is good because, like I said, put the wrestling blinders on. Whoever that person who is your voice of reason, you need to go to that person and ju- and hopefully they also follow the current product. Can't do it. Can't do what do you it. mean? The voice of reason for him passed away a couple of years ago. Pat Patterson I, was his guy. Well, Brian was his walk, guy he's too. Have to walk in there and find a new guy that can give him. Brian never he he understands wrestling and how to write and how to put stuff together and and crossing the t's and dotting the i's. But he's not a he's not a worker. Yep. No, I he, I know what I'm just trying. Someone who's going to be like, listen, man, I don't kiss anybody's ass never have never will it's someone who's going to be like hey man you need to do this hey man you need to do that or you need to really watch the product or not have somebody tell you about it um and when i say watch the product watch the entire two-hour show or four-hour show follow everything that's happening exactly what got you to the dance do exactly what you because you're at the biggest dance again and if not all the dominoes could fall for the empire that you built. And that's your movies, you know, and, you know, uh, originally there was talk because the XFL starts right after. So that's why he was going to have an like a nice fun, ha ha moment. Those moments are now because you're thrust into that spot. And I, I get it, you know, cause it's, he could, I mean, rock had a lot of pull to begin with, but once you put press releases out there and do all that stuff, you're in it, and we all know about it. Yeah, and I think, Tommy, the biggest thing, and, and you said it early on, is the fact, and Mark, you said it as well, it's a different fan now. You know, 10, 15 years ago, you could bring back the returning legend, and the fans would accept that person with open arms. Right now, people are fully emotionally invested in the stories that the WWE is telling them. That's what they want to see played out as we get to WrestleMania 40. They don't want the returning legend. This could have been anybody. This really could have been anybody. It happens to be The Rock, but this could have been fill in the blank. They want to see the story transpire that's been told to them the last two years. They don't want a plug-and-play situation like we normally see at WrestleMania. It's a different era. It's a different generation of fans. And it's like what you said, Tommy, but it's like what you said too, Mark. I don't think The Rock understood the temperature of the fan right now. He thought this was going to be just like, you know, WrestleMania 28 where he came in and faced Cena and everybody was going to cheer for him. That's not the situation right now. And I think think we're all seeing that play out. Guys, what a great episode of the Busted Opens the Masters class. Make sure you please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Don't forget you can listen to Busted Open seven days a week on SiriusXM Fight Nation. We'll be taking over the channel soon. 
Before you know it, it's going to be 24-7 busted open. And it won't be called Fight Nation. It'll be called Busted Open. But until that happens, you get Busted Open live seven days a week. Also, don't forget, go to podswag.com slash Busted Open for all the new merchandise. And speaking of WrestleMania 40, we will be in Philadelphia at the ECW Arena on Saturday afternoon. Make sure you check and listen for all the details. For myself, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, Mark Henry, we'll talk to you next week right here on Busted Opens, the Masters Class. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Thanks for